All right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So what's up? This is episode 12 of the Dude, I Love That Song podcast. We today are talking with the Greek boys from Price, Mike Nickus and Danny Corianis. I like how I'm introducing this like anybody listens besides us three. Um, <laughs> no, I've had tens of people tell me that they've been listening and then I took two months off. Uh, we also have a special guest in Mike. Mike's uh, girlfriend, Clarissa, and I'm not even going to attempt to say her last name. Say that, Mike. D'Agostino. Oh, I was way off from what I had in my head. When there's, whenever the there's... grocery store in New York. Yeah. Not really. Not really. <laughs> you don't got any of that grocery store money? Uh, so, th- yeah, I, whenever there's a, 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 a comma in a name, I'm like, I'm out. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to offend a people. Here, if I say, because I always want to say D, D something. I don't know. You want to pronounce the comma. I think I started D there, comma. And I think it's got apostrophe. Pretty quick. It is a guy apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a comma. It's an apostrophe. Look, listen. I didn't graduate. I didn't get very far in school. Anyway, we wanted to talk today about movie soundtracks, and we are all of us are approximately the same age, uh, within five years of each other, three, four years, maybe even. So I think we were we were gonna have a lot. I didn't even I didn't even do any like top tens, nothing like that. I was like, let's just fucking get into it, because there's gonna be a zillion, a zillion goddamn different soundtrack things. So I want to go. I have a couple favorites. Um, I'm just going to name, I'm going to start by naming one of my favorites, and that is Up Where We Belong uh, by Joe Cocker from uh, Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah. Which oh. is, I watched that for the first time during COVID, and holy shit, that's a dark-ass movie. I got no place else it to is. go. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just like this love story, and Joe Cocker comes on. No, there's dudes hanging themselves and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty. It really pretty. made me want to join the yeah, I think I saw that when I was like, uh, yeah, I was six. pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been the first Richard Gere movie. I think I can recall. <laughs> I was forty-two. <laughs> but like, why would? Okay, answer me this: Why would a six-year-old watch a movie called An Officer and a Gentleman? Because um, it was on and it was eighty-four. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like we had like selection back. It was just like. True. You turned on HBO. Yeah, HBO had like a rotation of about a dozen movies back then. There was that. I never saw Ghostbusters, those. Ghostbusters. Uh, Star 80. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Another dark. A uh, few others. Yeah. My grandmother had HBO, so the only time I'd really watch was at her house. And all I remember is that big intro where they like zoom out oh, over no, the town sure and then it goes into the... Yeah. Shit's classic. I, there's a video they out. They still break it out once in a while. There's there's a YouTube video of how they made that, yeah, and it's really really cool because like it was no C. I mean there was some eighty CGI, but like the town and stuff no, they was built real. That town, yeah, yeah, yeah. just ran a camera through it. Uh, so that's one of my favorite. I'm, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna eat balls on this podcast later because I stopped watching movies in, in about 1995. So I'm gonna be a lot. I'm gonna be kind of dead after that. That's right when I started working at Blockbuster Video. Ooh, really? In 1995. You had a video store job. I'll pick up the uh, slack from there. I was in Bend, Oregon. I also had a video store job as a Nice. I was in Bend, Oregon about a month ago and we drove past the last Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. What's what's one of your favorites, Nickus? Oh well, you know, I mean, I we're kind of like I, I know a lot about music, but I can, uh, you know, movies are really my wheelhouse. I took really, a bunch of film history classes in high oh, wow. school and college, and uh, you, you know, know you, do you watch those like? Twatty ones that say like Finn yeah. at the end, well, like foreign I mean, ones. See where the 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 fancy the, like the the indie theaters usually have better food, oh. but uh, like uh, the the old Broadway downtown, great food there. I went there one time and they had edamame, and I was like, "Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fuck you, yeah. indie film." There's a there's oddly a, enough, their popcorn shit, no soda either, right? A, Nah, they still got some. Oh. There's a movie theater in San Francisco that has uh, nutritional yeast nice. to put on your popcorn. Christ. Nice. Jesus. Oh. It's not bad, I will say, just, but I mean, it's very. By the way, I'm surrounded by two of the best cooks ever, <laughs> and I'm over here. I just, eat, I just ate Easy Mac for dinner, if that, if that tells you where I'm at. Anyway, we got off topic. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, I mean, like, so, I mean, like, music in movies, like, uh, you know, I mean, like, some of my favorite scenes ever wouldn't be my favorite scene if they didn't have, like, the right song in the background. Right. That, like pla- that song placement's huge. Yeah. And I, and, I mean, I tried to come I still came up with kind of some lists, but I, you know, couldn't come up with a worse because if a, you know, movie soundtrack's terrible or if, it, you know, some songs seem out of place, it's like, well, this movie's fucking forgettable and I hmm. don't, you know. I think it kind of sucks. I've never paid that but, close attention. Uh, but I, but there are some that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's kind of like I was looking at shit with a critical eye back in the day. I even wrote some pretty terrible reviews back on this old blog I used to do and stuff like that. And, I mean, it, you know, it's, I mean, I, th- it's kind of like the one thing in my life uh, for a long time that I, you know, sit down and just dedicate 100% of my attention to. Really? And, that's why I struggle with movies because I have mad ADD and like to hold my attention for more than fifteen minutes um, is impossible. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just lock in for that. Once in a while, I'll get a good movie. But what's the song kind of right now sticking out in your brain? Well, you know, coming out. I mean, I kind of like looked at things sort of like on the, uh, you know, just on the whole. But uh, you know, just absolute ripping songs. You know. Uh, I kind of like this concept of needle drops where a song hits in a certain scene and it just fits. And probably one of my favorite, like, scenes of all time is in a movie called Boogie Nights. Mm -hmm. And uh, they do this kind of, like, send-up of this famous uh, robbery that took place in L.A., the Wonderland murders. And it's Mark Wahlberg and John C. Riley. And Thomas Jane, they go to rob Alfred Molina's house. Yeah. And Alfred invites them in. They're like, "Hey, it's the porn guys. Let's uh, let's have a let's party." And he's Alfred Molina's dancing around in a bathrobe, and he's got this, you know, little Asian kid throwing firecrackers that, all over yep. the fucking place. And you know, it's uh, they, you know, they, they he puts on a mixtape, and it's uh, Sister, Sister Christian, Christian. Yeah. from Night Ranger yep. pops in, and like. You know, he starts waving a gun around for fun. <laughs> and it's like that you could just see these three guys, idiots, all high on coke, just sitting on this couch thinking about when they're going to spring their big robbery. And they got this thousand yard stare <laughs> on their face. And this kid's throwing firecrackers in the background. And they're just jumping. Fucking God damn it. And, 
just fantastic and then it and then the tape ends and it launches into jesse's girl from rick springfield (laughs) but the tension that built oh with with, incredible i can't think of the part in uh in uh the night ranger song but it just like motor rail yeah 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 so good i need to watch that movie again because i saw it's super long but yeah i saw it when it came out and uh I don't retain information. Like people can see a movie once and talk about it, and I'm, I can leave the theater like I don't remember yeah. anything I just saw. I enjoyed <laughs> it, but I don't remember anything. I have to watch a movie twenty-five times before I before I'll remember anything. But that that is a good one, and that's the only song I remember. The only scene I remember from that movie, really, really, that and one other scene where William H Macy fucks up. Yeah, he says, "There's a bunch of guys down. There's my my wife's down there with a." Uh, what, did, what did he say? Said, my wife's down there with an ass in her cock. With, yeah, with an ass in her cock. Yeah. And they recorded that. They they filmed that scene like 25 times and left the one where he fucked up in the movie because <laughs> it, it just showed how flustered he was. Cause, yeah. Also, it's an actual yeah. mistake. That yeah. He makes in the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And the best part of that is, you know, he, he storms off all pissed off. And then the guy he was like, you know, talking to and uh, Ricky Jay, I guess, is old famous comedian from LA and he just guy just shrugged his shoulders and just joins the crowd watching what was going <laughs> on. <laughs> a lot of little shit in that movie and that, it's one of my favorites. It has ever. a big soundtrack it's, too, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it, oh, it's it, a great it, soundtrack. You know, it, it yeah. pretty much like I I always kind of thought ELO kind of sucked, but I yeah, I've listened to a couple of songs on that soundtrack. They had uh like Living Thing and mm-hmm. uh uh, evil woman and that and it was you know I'm like shit that dude had a bunch of goddamn banger songs in the hmm. 70s and kind of oh got me, yeah for sure got me ELO uh, yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking like, did Xanadu so man Lin, well that was gonna be my I mean I can't I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Xanadu this week but true yeah rest With in peace rip Olivia the for goddamn sure. goat yeah absolutely uh what songs? Ba- what songs sticking out of your head right now? I feel like I'm interviewing. I'm I'm the worst interviewer. <laughs> well, going back, I'll, I mean, I oh, could... Clarissa, will you close that curtain oh, just a little bit? There we go. Okay, cool. Yeah, I could spend a lot of time on Xanadu, but I, sticking to the theme of like needle drops, like where just like the song lining up with the scene, that beginning of um, Days and Confused with Sweet Emotion. Uh-huh. Yes, when the car is just like gliding into the high school parking lot. I mean, that just feels... It sets the tone so perfectly. Just felt like my high school parking lot growing up. And even, like, into the 90s. Like, you'd still (laughs) see, like, the old, like... Camaros and shit. Camaros and shit. Lifted ass pickups. And and blasting Aerosmith. Everything had a banging system. Well, that song came back, too, because it was... Aerosmith released it in Pandora's box for a box set they did in 93, and they re, re... uh, shot a new video for it and it like I think it did very well again so the song kind of had two yeah, lives for sure yeah um, but Days dude Days of Confusion and that whole soundtrack alone. is incredible yeah. yeah and their use of the music in like scenes are so time just do so you perfect. think it's, this is a weird thing I've thought about like we that came out in 93 and the movie was set in 76 so what's the math on that 10 like 17, 17 years, years? So that would be like now a movie set in 2005. And what the hell would you... Low-rise jeans and some MySpace? Like what? 
like the, Definitely MySpace. The white stripes. Would it that wouldn't be, the be a good like, movie. The, but even the, even the, the movie, bands. like, it would just suck. Like, there's, there's the nothing, hives. like, cool about that time period. Or is it just me? Because... If, I think it's because we're old. I, I you know. I'm, but would I'm, a 15-year-old have the same today have the same nostalgia for 2005 as we did for 1976? No, I think oh, after no. the 90s, I think that was sort of like the end of like monocultures where yeah. everybody kind of was experiencing the same culture yeah. at the same time. And I yeah. think like since the 2000s, like there's been with music, with movies, with streaming, with the internet, like. Culture's Every, been so fragmented. Yeah, like yeah, so you everybody don't. Everybody can find what they like and stay in that lane if yeah. they want to. Exactly. Monoculture. That's a. You went to college, didn't you? Well, if uh, anybody from the New Yorker is listening, uh, listen. The New Yorker. <laughs> Danny wants a second stab at New York. He's gonna go be a writer this time. Uh, I think you think you could be a chef writer. Yeah. You two should have a cook-off. A Greek cook-off. God damn it, guy. Can you just keep it on topic, please? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Food. We are ch- recording this at 6 o'clock, which is prime it's, dinner. Yeah. I'm oh, starving. Oh, shit. So. I am keeping you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's taco night. It's taco Tuesday. Uh, there, I, I pulled up Apple Music and just saw, I was like, soundtracks. And it was so overwhelming. That I was like, I can't even. I'm ro- I'm scrolling it right now. Yeah, it's so much. And just There's so many good songs. One that stuck out to me, and this isn't a movie, but I love the Moonlighting theme song by Al oh, Jarreau. Yeah. Oh, it's just so Great. so good. But but uh, even even right here, like like it's comedy Bruce Willis before he became before my he, favorite the Bruce biggest Willis. action star on the yeah. planet. For <laughs> Before he took the belt from Schwarzenegger. For yeah, pre Armageddon, Bruce Willis. Is the best By the way, Bruce that Willis. produced a huge soundtrack Very, song, the Aerosmith. Yeah. Uh, Don't want to miss this thing, which to me was the death of Aerosmith. Oh, and, a, and one they didn't write. So yeah, they're farming it out. Must to be Diane bittersweet. Warren. Yeah, when Diane Warren's writing your song, just fucking yeah. hang it up. But you're gonna sell a shitload that's of a, copies. That's a that's, that's a, a big payday. Mark Chestnut, the country singer, did a version of that song after Aerosmith's. And he, he, I read an interview in time where he was uh, at the studio and Waylon Jennings was there. And he's like, ah, I don't know if I can record this song. <laughs> and, and Waylon's like, why? He's like, and they listen to the Steven Tyler version. He's like, I, I, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> so, that would make my list of worst. I know we had talked about like whether we could come up with a list of worst soundtrack songs. But that would definitely be on the That list. would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's Michael Bay. I mean, he's just going to throw like the biggest hits he can together that yeah you know, is that radio is it worse than my heart will go on oh. well I, d- I didn't want to approach that because i know you're you're a big Celine oh stand. i yeah. love i, mean, I, I, don't I, I know a we're in a, we're in a safe, sacred space i <laughs> but, didn't want to but that song <laughs> sucks balls like i'm full full on you know what song one. i do like of hers that's a soundtrack song the one that she did for a little known film up close and personal with robert redford and michelle pfeiffer what was the song? Um, um, uh, God damn it. I think it's Because You Love Me. Is it? Up Close and Personal. Yes. Yeah. Because You yeah. Love Me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I forget that that was a soundtrack song yep. because the one I was thinking of a different song, which. Um, to Love You More. To Love You More. What was it To Love You More from? What Maybe was I have what? The song no, wrong. but but because you love me was from a movie. Is it from that? Okay, 
Okay. The one I was thinking of was... Uh, yeah, um, hmm. It's not the French album guy. Going deep. Uh, 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 riveting podcast. I don't remember. Um, anyway, but she, didn't she do one like she did Beauty and the Beast? But then she did. Oh, she did one from Sleepless in Seattle. Ah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Hold on, Sleepless in Seattle. Still on Bluetooth. When I fall in love. Oh, okay. Oh, that one? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not going to co-sign on that song. That's pretty pretty bad. Anyway, you shake it, though. That Titanic soundtrack sold like 40 bajillion copies. And oh, dude. That song was, ev- it was every fucking yeah. where. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every girl in our high school had a copy of that. I went, I've talked about it a lot, but I went to her very final last two shows in Vegas and it was one of those moments I hate that fucking song so much but she's standing on stage and then just water comes around her and you hear a ship go <laughs> and he's like ah! that's amazing <laughs> but it was, it was pretty cool high production value oh though. huge she was standing on this big ass circle and then like rain came around her and then they did that thing where you know like they could make like images in the water because with computer like yeah press, re- regulating the oh, water yeah. And then she rose up on this riser. It was just crazy production because if it's a, it was like her. She did like sixteen hundred shows or something, so they could just leave it there. Caesars. And she kills yeah. hundred and twenty crew members a night because they simulate the drowning. It's yeah. crazy. It's it's. She has so much power. And of course, she's on the. Still haven't learned. Not enough. She's on the first folks. class. Yeah. Celine's not getting wet. Yeah. To reenact this so <laughs> faithfully, but. Uh, What's wh- okay? Let's do this. Let's go down a, a rabbit of of eighties. What is what is a good ass eighties? Uh, well, a, a good ass eighties soundtrack starts and ends with one gentleman in particular, and Mr. His name Kenny Loggins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like every episode I've done of this podcast has been there's whether it's eighties. Yeah. A lot of Loggins. We talk. come back to Yacht Loggins. Rock. A lot of Loggins. A lot talk. of Loggins. This is the Loggins <laughs> cast. Know, he did. He did Footloose. He did. Let's did, let's try it. He did Footloose. He did Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Right. He did uh, the goddamn. He, he had two he songs had, on Top Gun. He had Danger Zone and Playing with the Boys. Playing yep. with the Boys. What was the movie with over the was it over the top over the, over the top, top. Halfway. maybe halfway. Yeah. He also did uh, Caddyshack too, which Caddyshack. was which is one of my favorite. I love that Loggins. song. Literally, that's, it's movie the only sucks, good but thing that song that is movie. so good. That song is probably my favorite Kenny song. To Back be to with the you. shack. Yes. <laughs> I'm going away. He ha- he has a song. He has a duet with um, Gladys Knight what? in Rocky Four. That's not which very didn't rocky. which didn't make his. I have his soundtrack compilation album. Mm. He has an, an, an album of just all his soundtrack yeah. hits, but that song didn't make it. But um, he did a whole set well, of them. That That's like the the first link on the web page. Yeah. Oh, really? His IMDb. Yeah, right. I, but <laughs> I, I don't visit KennyLoggins.com very often. Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm a fan, but I was just trying to be prepared. Today, man. <laughs> I like I like it. I got notes. It's but impressive. You, but you know what? His way in though was. Um, was it now? I can't remember if it was Footloose or if it was Top Gun, but they had originally asked Toto mm. to write the theme song. Oh, that would have. Well, I don't know. You know what? It was 
it was Danger Zone. Because I think it, I think Loggins has a co-write on it, but I think maybe it had already been written, and I think maybe it was given to Toto. Mm. And I think they passed because, and this is where it gets sad, they were working on the soundtrack for Dune. Ah, <laughs> 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 Which I don't know if you remember, Toto <laughs> does the soundtrack to Dune. I did, I, 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 Lynch, dude. I've heard of that. But Which I is amazing considering Sting is in that movie. Yeah. And they're like, should we see if Sting will contribute a song or should we call up the guys from Toto? Toto. <laughs> Which was a safe, safe bet at the time. No, but, well, yeah. um, uh, Toto was huge. They were, but they were. But never you don't think cool. of them as like Toto scoring. Was never cool. no. Yeah, like they were huge, but nobody was ever like fucking Toto. And you, you got a Toto shirt. And that's the natural band I think of when I think of like a sci, like an epic sci-fi yeah. adventure. We should get Toto to come and write yeah. that. Yeah, let's get a bunch of dudes who look like, with the exception of Lukather, a bunch of dudes who look like they work at Best Buy. Yeah, but that would have been life-changing for them had they. That would have been. That would have been yeah. great. Um, I forgot what we just said. What were we 80s, talking about? Going down 80s rabbit hole. Oh, going so, down yeah, so 80s Loggins, rabbit hole. I agree. Loggins. Do you have a particular favorite it, Loggins soundtrack song? Oh, you know, I, I'm a golf pro, so mm. either of the Caddyshack, Caddyshack. songs <laughs> got to be there. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, Top Gun, the original, is, I, I probably saw more as a young I don't know how I didn't end up in the Navy. Other I've than never I was seen it. A total fat ass. But uh, they besides have, that, they wouldn't have taken me anyway. <laughs> I couldn't have fit in the cockpit. But uh, you know, yeah, uh, that, the opening riff on Danger Zone. Bam, Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, that'll get you fucking pumped. Fuck yeah. Eighty-seven, six. Did you ever play the Top Gun Nintendo game? Impossible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's I feel like all you all you ever did on that game was refuel. constantly refuel. You're constantly just lining up your and it's impossible jet to, do. to like refuel. So then you're, yeah. Then you're, if you happen to get lucky and refuel, cool. You're gonna fucking crash trying to. Land it wasn't a game. Aircraft. It was like it was just like a simulator. Yeah. It was it was really bad. I used to because I used to rent video games when I was eight because you could just go down to Sunshade Video. Here's a buck. You trust me? Bill's yeah. Home furnishings. Yeah. And that yeah. they knew your parents too. It's such a small town. They, if you didn't bring it back, they just call your mom. <laughs> So I used to, they only had like 30 games. So once in a while I'd get down and like, fuck, I guess I'm renting Top Gun. It sucked. But uh, uh, one that just popped out in my brain. Oh, oh, we were talking about the, the Kenny Loggins thing. I just said Caddyshack 2 is my favorite, but I'm going to change that for the time being. And I'm going to go with Playing With The Boys simply for how bad it is. Oh, awful. Terrible song. Awful. You yeah, know, it's pretty I mean, bad. I mean, but totally fitting if you got a scene in your movie where you have a bunch of greased up dudes in jeans playing volleyball <laughs> with no shirts do you think he wrote it like you know you see that image of like someone in the studio and they've got the film up on and they're like <laughs> like do you think he had seen that scene or do you think that was just like a song he had in the can and they were like yeah that <laughs> he works picture Kenny Loggins watching it just rubbing his chin all right <laughs> I don't know what's worse right, guys. I don't know what scenarios worse or if it's just one of his like hey this is this is going to be a single but we need a song for a volleyball scene he's like Oh, I got this piece of shit that I had laying around that didn't make the last album here. Yeah. Also, great film tricks, hiding a trampoline in the sand for Tom Cruise to jump off of so he can spike the volleyball. It's incredible. (laughs) It's incredible. Uh, I I love when Family Guy recreates scenes, and they've done that one. They've done the playing with the boys with the quagmire, everybody in that song playing. My my favorite logins of that era is, is I'm Free off of Footloose. Ah, son of a bitch. That one will just get you up. Ah, I love that Just ready song. Yeah. to, like, decorate a, a 
wheat mill. So <laughs> 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 you can hold a dance against your against the father's preacher's wishes. <laughs> was it the? I've never seen that one either. Was it the same? Wait, what? Oh no, I've already gotten pissed at you on this I know, podcast I, for that. I know, I know. So you've had time to watch it since then, but I whatever. have, I have. Uh, is it the town outlaw dancing or just that? church or the guy's that, family the, it was the town. the town i mean but that's how much pull the the, the pastor had. had in town was it a fictional town or was it <clears throat> lehigh utah well it was filmed in lehigh utah but right. i think they it was a fictional town okay. somewhere in the midwest yeah that makes sense yeah um what you just heard was my phone buzzing that whole soundtrack was pretty good though and oh my pretty god essentially 80s I mean, yeah had, what else was on it well let's hear it for the boy oh, from yeah. uh, bonnie tyler and, yeah uh, no, that was no, let's that hear, was, or hold out for a hold hero. out for a hero. Yeah. yeah, that was on Top Gun. Mm. No, that was uh, Footloose. Footloose. Oh, Footloose. Fuck, I'm. Yeah, I get those two mixed up. Place. Where yeah. he's uh, punch dancing out his rage in the uh, and it had DS uh, flower mill. Mike I'd, Reno and Ann Wilson doing almost paradise. Almost paradise. You had uh, Shalimar, I think, dancing in the streets. Was that Shalimar? I know that song was on there, but I can't remember. Yeah. I believe you. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. <clears throat> Shalimar, I'm not going to lie. I love that kind of music. Shalimar kind of sucked. Let's hear it for the boy. What, what else is on that soundtrack? We got a Googler. Uh, almost Paradise, Holding Out for a Hero, oh. Bonnie Tyler. Jim Steinman action. I'm Free, Bikini Loggins. Somebody, somebody's Eyes, Carla Bonoff. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Girl Gets Around. Sammy, Sammy there's Hager. a Sammy Hager song on there. Yep. Never, Van Halen. Hmm. Yeah, never is the one that he's just like thrashing around the. Yeah. Nobody's on the train tracks. Going. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> mostly a stunt, mostly a dance double for that scene. It was parodied excellently in uh, that Andy Samberg uh, movie. Uh, oh shit. Hot Rod? Hot Rod. Oh, I need to see that. Or I haven't seen that. He's just I've never jumping. seen it either. Oh, Christ. Just just look it up after after we're done. The, the <laughs> sh- where he's dancing in the forest by himself. <laughs> and the end of it, you'll just... You'll never stop laughing. I, th- I think an overlooked 80s theme song is uh, the Arthur's theme by Christopher Cross. It's on my list. Yeah, yeah absolutely. When For sure. When between the moon and New York. <laughs> absolutely. Again, this... Cr- this this podcast always comes back to Christopher Cross sure. as well, which I'm going to see him live September 20th, 2022 at the Depot. Yeah, he is at the Depot coming up. Seated even. Jesus. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting in that pit. <laughs> getting your teeth knocked out. Hell of a Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross. <laughs> I, I think, too, for if we're Watch sticking Watch out with, if he stage dies. If we're sticking with the 80s, like just all the John Hughes films, yeah, all the soundtracks. Yeah. Some kind of wonderful Ferris Bueller's, you know. The, the he, song "Pretty in Pink's great. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really discover that until later because I didn't watch. I've never seen that movie either. Yeah, that movie. That movie's like just the who's who. Right, and all the John way. Hughes oh, movies sure. were even like fucking Breakfast Club. How many songs were in that? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ferris Bueller's like going back to like thinking of like a needle drop, but like just like lining up of like the song with the scene. Yeah where they're listening to the instrumental version of Please, Please Let Me Get What I Want when they're at the Art Institute of mm-hmm. Chicago looking at the Seurat painting is just like one of my favorite movie scenes of all time. I need to watch yeah, that movie really again. I haven't good. seen it yeah. for 25 years probably. 
Well, I, that's I, a cool thing. After today, you'll you'll watch it and be paying attention to the music. Well, it's, and you'll be like, all these movies are terrible that you guys recommended from when you were 10. <laughs> yeah. All these movies that all you thought were amazing when you were 11. Ferris Bueller is one of those movies that comes on TV a lot. Yeah. So, like, I've seen it all out of order in the last 10 years, but I've never sat down to watch it since the 90s, probably. That one still holds up. I mean, a lot of the John Hughes ones don't. Yeah. Like, 16 like Candles is pretty bad. But yeah, I took my kids to the drive-in. Did, not age, did well not age well in that film. License to Drive was not John Hughes, was no. it? No. No. Was it anybody or is it just trash? Yeah, it's the, it's the, Hame, the Hame the Brothers. Corys. Yeah. Yeah, that's Hame what it was. The, did I say the Hame Brothers? Is, the Corys, yeah. And what's her name from Boogie Nights? Uh, yeah, Heather Bring it, bring Heather it back. Yeah. I, I, I want to I watch a movie again. I bet it's so it was bad. A, the dad from Teen Wolf was a dad now. Less? Less? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good movie. It was. I, I I bet it's so bad that it'd be entertaining to watch again. Um, but okay, that was not that was not uh, John Hughes. Well, and you had Billy Ocean's Get Out of My Dreams. Oh, that's right. That's right. Have you seen him now? I have Billy not. Ocean? No. Uh, he's got one single dread that's about eight inches thick down to his ass. Jesus, I love it. Like, not dreadlocks. He's just got one big, it looks like a burlap sack. I like yeah. it. It's pretty weird looking. If I could pull that off. Yeah, you got to be certain kind of cool. Yeah. If I did it, yeah. people would just like, get out of my store. Year-round tan helps. No, white dreads, True. big, big yeah. no. Um, uh, here's a soundtrack song that's not a soundtrack song, but I thought it was a soundtrack song. Heartlight by Neil Diamond. It's about E.T., yeah, that's like a whole other genre, like songs about movies, but wasn't they right. weren't in I had the it. Movie. I had it on my list, and then I was like, "Wait, that, that wasn't... Breakfast at Tiffany's songs from the '90s would also be in that yeah. genre." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There, there was a few. God damn it! Now I want to go down a future hole. podcasts yeah. songs Episode that were about songs a movie, about movies, movie scenes. Uh, but yeah, I thought that Heartlight because I was reading about it, and I thought it was like I never knew it was about ET. So I thought it was like, oh, Neil Diamond and what's his name, Burt Bacharach, I believe, were just like, oh, this is a pretty love song. But like, no, it's about a fucking Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> it is a friend. Um, anyway, Take a ride across the moon. Oh, yeah. You know what? Now, why didn't I catch that before, moron? Um, I, can re- I can vividly remember my mom running into the bathroom while I was in the shower with the radio to tell me that song was on. Because she knew how much I was into ET, oh. and she's like, "Danny, it's on. It's, it's about <laughs> ET. That song is on that you love Hit from ET. So you did box. actually like the song? Yeah, I think. So. I mean, I was seven. <laughs> right. I did really like Neil Diamond. Like another, I think, somewhat inappropriate movie for a kid, but The Jazz Singer was one of my favorite movies it. as a kid. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, my, I, I had a weird upbringing in that my brothers, when I was seven, that age, my brothers were in their teens and 20s. So I had kind of like a cool edge on music. Like mm. I never, I, I was never into lame stuff and then found cool stuff. I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of lame, but I got into like my first band was like Motley Crue, let's go. I'm, I'm six. Yeah. Fuck it. Because my brother's 18 and fucking he's cool. Um. And then I reversed when I got older. That's when I'm like, oh, I missed out on so much good music because I was tr- busy being too cool. Um, another one that, they, that I forget is about uh, from a movie. It's Only the Young by Journey. 
Oh, Vision Quest. Vision Quest, which... <sighs> That's a great soundtrack. I looked up the trailer for Vision Quest one time, and it's fucking creepy. Oh, it's dark as hell. There, There's a dude, because I the thought coach? it was... Yeah. yeah. The only thing I saw was this... Is this the one where the girl goes to live with the family? Wait, this is this is Matthew Modine is a wrestler. Yeah, he's a high school wrestler. High school wrestler. Wait, what movie did I say? <laughs> Vision Quest. What song did I say? <laughs> Only the Young. Only the Only Young by Dream. <laughs> Look, this ashtray is Hold on, I want to back into what movie you're thinking of. A mo- something about a girl, child trafficking. Well, no, a, a teenager moved in with the family because for some reason, and the boy teenager that lives with that family, he got... Like, she come around the corner, and he was sniffing her literal panties, and she's just like, oh, cute. Oh, wait, wasn't that that one with Miro Hemingway? Legend of Billy Jean? No. Oh. It was It was the... S- I think there is a scene in Vision Quest where he's where he's doing that. Uh, is there? Where he's, like, got her laundry basket or something, and he just grabs something out of it, and it's her panties, and he kind of sniffs them. Though, I would say that's in probably 180s movies yeah. where a guy is sniffing, like... <laughs> Like girls' but, panties. Uh, you know, Watch nerds. nerds. It ends yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I say this almost every podcast, but Free V, I'm a fucking spokesperson apparently for Free V. Round the clock, 24 hour Bob Barker era, Price is Right. High def. Um, so this is what all I do every day. The shit <laughs> Barker says. Yeah. Oh my God. What the fuck? So then I went down <laughs> this rabbit hole. Every yeah. one of those girls have like sued him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every single one. For sure. <laughs> It's like I hate that because he's ninety eight, he's still alive. But like, god damn it, Bob. Yeah. But yeah, even dude. some of the shit he said. And he like, raised us all while we were sick, yeah, while we were homesick. Exactly. He was basically our. That music's the best music in the world. <laughs> I'm faking sick. Goddamn cartoons are coming on. Anyway, what song do you have next? What's on your mind, Danny? Um, well, sticking with the eighties theme, like shifting to like horror film soundtracks. Ooh. Ooh. Um. And I could go on like a whole John Carpenter thing theme, but I don't think we're talking about like scores so much as songs. But um, Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master, uh, Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Oh shit! Love Kills is probably one of my favorite hair metal songs of that whole genre. Okay. a good follow-up to Dream Warriors from Dockin' from Nightmare on Elm Yeah, like Dream Warrior gets all the credit, but Love but, Kills, like if you go and listen yeah, to it. Really it's a good, good song. I mean, it's, it's sung it's, by one Mark Slaughter. It's basically, yeah. it's Slaughter before Slaughter, because it's, right. it's Slaughter and uh, Dana Strom. Have you ever watched And it? then I think they realized that Vinnie Vincent was a lunatic. Um, and, right. Completely insane. And Still they need is. to go form their own band. But that song is so good. That is a great song. They, uh, 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 If you watch early Vinnie Vincent videos you'll see Mark Slaughter singing somebody else's song. Because they had, they had a singer who cut the first album, and then he bounced because Vinnie Vincent's a psychopath, so they got Mark Slaughter, but they still had to promote this album. So there's videos, uh, like official MTV videos, of Mark Slaughter singing a song that he didn't actually sing. He's just on the stage lip-syncing it with him or whatever. Um, Vinnie Vincent. But yeah, Love Kid, that's a good Why the yeah, that Hold was- on. I gotta add that to my shit. Um, I used to have uh, Vinnie Vincent had a couple good songs. There was another one. I can't remember what it was. Love that kills. movie was a goddamn acid trip too. Nightmare Four. Oh I don't my know god! That I ever the one, saw with, that with one. the junkyard. Yeah, the junkyard. Yeah. 
Yep. I I always leaned more towards that like that whiny high pitched hair metal. Like I loved like Cinderella. Yeah. Rat. Slaughter had a great voice, dude. Sebastian Bach, fuck. Yeah. That guy. Forget it. That guy has legit chops. Like chop still chops. Does. He can still sing. Yeah, he's he's a douche. He's a complete like, pain in the ass. Like every but... interview, I'm like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> it's the worst. Let me show you my Kiss comic with their blood <laughs> in it. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, but yeah, Love Kills Vinnie Vincent. Holy shit! How many Nightmare on Elm Streets did they make back in the day before like they rebooted everything? Was there five, six, five or six? And yeah, was, of like that original series. Yeah. Was Robert England all of them? I think yeah. so. They didn't get Scab Freddy? Yeah. What, I mean, Scab Freddy was a legendary actor in his own right, Jackie Earl Haley. But mm. not the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who And when did he come along? I think it was uh, Kelly Leak in Bad News Bears. He was Bears, Bad News Bears, but, yeah. Uh, no, he, but when did he become yeah, Freddy? That, that was the, was that the 90s like one? In, uh, was like the no, in the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen any of the like Freddy versus Jason or anything of those things. I I only think I saw the first three, uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. They got kind of shitty, didn't they? Well, yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, they I mean, all they were. were more comedy than anything yeah. else. I remember yeah. one scene. I think it's in Dream Warriors where they pull a, I can't remember if it's a woman or a man, but they pull her uh, veins out and use her like a marionette. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rad when you're seven. Yeah. There's seven. There's seven original nightmares. Jesus. Uh, well, there's two that came after. There's five. Nightmare on Elm Street five. Then comes Freddy's Dead, the final. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, final nightmare, and then there was one more. The new nightmare. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Mm. 1994. Okay. And that was somebody. That was not Robert England, right? No, that one was, I think. Ah. Huh. Because didn't he, I heard, I heard some rumors, I don't know, this was some he Star Magazine it. 80s horse shit, but uh, uh, didn't he have, like, nightmares or something, so Robert England had to, like, retire the character or some shit? You ever hear about that? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, probably just rumors. Maybe I just, but, I should have read Fangoria better. The reason, <laughs> and it was the guy who played, was it Rorschach? And, um, yeah, it was, it was Rorschach in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Which, I think he almost said Horshack. Yeah. Like, wow. I would love yeah. a Horshack reboot of Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. <laughs> Make that happen. Don't is Horshack still sleep. with us? I hope Horshack so. Horshack is dead. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Well, uh, I think Epstein's dead, too, isn't he? That's couple a couple of them. Shit. Travolta. Immortal. Yeah. Well, he's got that Scientology money yeah. where they keep you 30 forever. Yeah. Um, what's another 80s movie for you? Oh, you know... Uh, couple of like lesser known movies but had just fucking awesome soundtracks uh first one's less than zero and you can't find it anywhere i have a copy of it on cd i have the vinyl of it it's great yeah hazy sheet of winter public enemies on it uh slayer doing it it's mostly covers on that uh slayers in agata devita um Poison, that's where they did Rock and Roll All Night, mm-hmm. which, uh, and uh, Aerosmith did Rock and Pneumonia, and like, uh, LL Cool J, that was uh, going back to Cali. Going back to Cali on that I one. I think yeah. so. Huh. It's an incredible soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Okay, movie. I mean, Andrew, this is kind of like late stage Andrew McCarthy. Before Weekend at Bernie's revived his career. Yeah. But, uh, Re- Weekend at Bernie's revived somebody's career? Not really, no. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that first one was pretty funny. But uh, 
just fucking awesome. Like a great soundtrack. I think that was one of the first CDs I think I ever bought. Really? Uh, do you remember your very first CD you ever bought? I do, actually, and it was a soundtrack album for a movie called The Big Chill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yeah, I uh, just tons of old. I listened to mostly like really old. So I was like twenty years behind the times. I've always been twenty. Basically, years behind. my entire life. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, they made doing dishes look fun. Like it could kinda, just be like, yeah. I mean, a Motown it, dance party. You know. Well, that it, isn't that how it is at a restaurant. Sad, bummer ass movie. I don't know why I liked it. Less than it, zero. And who did the Hazy State? Was that the Bengals? That was the, the Bengals. Bengals. Oh yeah. wow. Was there anything else on that? Which is a cover. Yeah. Right, that Simon was an old Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel song. Yeah. Uh, well, Public Enemy did Bring the Noise mm-hmm. on there and uh, a few others. I mean, it was. Uh, and then, uh, what we got? Ah, there we go. Uh, let's see. Life Fades Away from Roy Orbison's on it. Uh, Danzig had a song. Uh, <laughs> you and Me, Less Than Zero. And uh, Ed Joan Jett was on there, too. Wow, I never knew this. And you have it on vinyl? He's yeah. got it on vinyl. It, how many vinyl records would you estimate you have? Because you're a big vinyl guy. Is my wife listening? Uh, <laughs> Probably I think, not. I think I've got a... I quit counting, but like, I estimate it by just looking at like, by the dimensions, like how long, like, <laughs> how long like 20 vinyls equals, and then I just kind of, um, I think like a thousand. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. That is impressive. I w- I think I would get into vinyl more if I had more room. My house is really small, and the only way I think I could truly appreciate vinyl was to ha- would be to have like a proper sound system. And well, I mean, I guess I do. My theater home system. Then I have to buy like a good record player and then maintain it. Yeah, so I, I mean, I appreciate- surprisingly, like you can get a pretty mid range. I mean, my setup's not amazing, but I still think it's it does the job. It's it's because I love like the art. I love the idea of collecting albums, but I know myself too, and it's just so much easier to listen to on my phone. Yeah. And and I did have a cheap record player for a while, and I bought some records and I listened to them, and then the novelty wore off real quick, and I never touched them again. I think like listening to like really old music on vinyl. I don't know. I I do love listening. Makes it sound more authentic. I like the shitty crackles and stuff. Yeah. Like on old music. Mm -hmm. But people are like, oh, it sounds better on vinyl. But yeah, yeah, but it was recorded two years ago, so it was never... Yeah. It was recorded on digital to vinyl. Right. Now you're back. Yeah, the new stuff ain't the same. Yeah. But as far as like physical media goes, that's about... That's what I like about it. That's about the only physical media I buy. Yeah, that, and that's what I think would be cool about collecting vinyl is the actual, like, gatefold and sleeves and shit. That would be rad. Collecting, like, old records you've been that are hard to find and stuff. I'm yeah, and I think the artists get audio. more cut of the vinyl than they True. do, obviously, the uh, stream. Very, yeah, yeah, that's that's very important as well. Um, I just saw a, a, a song I wanted to talk about. Oh, this is an under, under, uh, underappreciated soundtrack song. It's Romancing the Stone oh. by Eddie Grant. Every time that comes on, I'm like, hell yeah. But you don't hear it. The only Grant song you hear is Electric Avenue. It's Electric Avenue, yeah. Yeah. You familiar with Romance? I don't know if I... I mean, obviously with the movie, yeah, but... Um, Let me turn off this real quick. Um, Okay. Well, I guess it it starts with the chorus. 
gotta pull it away so we don't get sued. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like it. And I've never seen that. I think I might have saw that movie when I was. Might have saw, might have seen. I don't know how to speak. I think Ocean had a song on that soundtrack, too. But I like this Googler idea we have. <laughs> you know what was another good-ass soundtrack was uh, Goddamn Urban Cowboy. I have. The, I was just looking at that really? on list. Oh, my God. I'm, so I'm looking it up on Apple Music right Johnny now. Johnny Lee, Looking oh, for dude, Love. Johnny Lee's the Forgot shit. It. Um, and, Eddie, and Eddie Murphy's uh, Buckwheat parody of it, even better. <laughs> looking for Nub. <laughs> um, but yeah, Boss Skaggs, look what you've done to me. Dude, I love, I love, I can't find it on Apple Music. What Mickey, the hell? Mickey Gilly doing his Stand By Me cover, which is love an incredible it. cover. I love Mickey Gilly. Rip. He yeah, died this we year. Need a, we need a little bit of that. Oh. Let's see. Um, Johnny Lee's one of those dudes that has way more songs than you'd think. What I love about Mickey Gilly's interpretation of Stand By Me is like, it doesn't sound anything like the original. And no. It's so good. I gotta fast forward a little. Dude, you've never heard it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's great. We've talked about this before on this podcast, but just like that era of like country, soft country, pop yep. crossover, crossover, oh the, the uh, Eddie like Rabbit, right in my wheelhouse. Uh, I love uh, it. Conway Twitty, Conway Twitty's version of Slow Hand is oh. perfection. And ladies and gentlemen, Conway Twitty, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, Urban Cowboy was a really good um, soundtrack. One I was thinking about, fuck, what was I just talking about? Um, 90s one is The Crow. Oh, oh my God, that, yeah. That was pretty ubiquitous when we were in high school. Uh, and a lot of those nails. were covers, too. Yeah. Pantera did The Badge. The Cure is on there. Um, the Cure. Now i got to look it up. Because that was like one of the last I remember. I'm sure there were more, but I'm, that was one of the last like soundtracks I remember being huge. Are the, is it still a thing? I'm so detached from like pop culture. Are soundtracks still a thing? Doesn't really feel like it anymore. I, doesn't like the the, the, the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy? Didn't they do yeah. like a a big thing, or is that just they put out a playlist on Apple Music? Basically, my wife said that she took the boys to see Thor, and she couldn't stop talking about how great the new Thor soundtrack is. Because I guess throughout the entire movie, like. It's just like wall to wall, like Guns N' Roses and really? Def Leppard. It's like all hair metal. She's like, it's incredible. I'm yeah. looking that up right like the now. Songs or are they covers? I haven't seen. No, I think yet. it's like the I think it's the original. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've got Marvel money. They can yeah. throw yeah, they can, it. What? Uh, it's not. It's not like uh, Axl Rose is saying no to no. soundtrack money, which is one of my. What's the new Thor movie called? Is Thor. It yeah. Okay, I don't think. This seems like more like uh, uh, score music. I don't see any familiar songs. Hmm. But either way, the, the yeah, it's got uh, "Sweet Child of Mine," 
Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, so it's a lot oh. of guns. But then Rainbow in the Dark, Dio, Nothing But a Good Time, nice. uh, God of Thunder, Kiss. What? Um, yeah. Um, I guess Marvel knows who they're going after. We we know the kids are going to show it's up. We got to get the, the, it's to the go. parents of yeah, because it's got ABBA on there. It's got yeah. Huh. But um, but the Crow one, I just I I remember there's Violent Femmes. Um. What is it? Here's the original one. For the crow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's... Is that this? So there's the Crow City of Angels, too, that was really good, I'm finding just now. So the original crow had Burn by The Cure, mm-hmm. Dead's Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, holy shit, uh, Violent Femmes, My Life with a Thrill Kill Colt, holy shit, the Pantera. Jesus so helmets on here doing milk toast, but it's spelled M I L K T O A S T. Is that did did helmet spell like that? Because that's not how the word is spelled. No, I think helmet spelled over right here. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's a good one. And then the and then the Crow Two, City of Angels has Gold Dust Woman by Hole, I'm Your Boogeyman by White Zombie. That one's a banger. I like that one. Um, and then I th- maybe I don't remember the second Crow. Maybe they petered out after that. There's, there's a song called Sean Olsen by Korn. I don't know what yeah, the hell. The music was a lot better than the movie, I think. Yeah. Kind of looks but that I way. Mean, the, the original movie had a pretty dark cloud hanging over it. <laughs> what? So, dead kids? No. Well, what was he? 20? <laughs> dead actor. Dead That's actor. A, but he was a kid, basically. I mean, what was he, 23 or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was young. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was. Uh, but, I mean, he was on the rise. He was. Uh, he did that. Uh, showdown in little tokyo with dolph lundgren before that like okay. he, they were setting him up to be a big action star and, uh, what you got over there danny you got another down. one popping up well i'm trying to think of other nine because like immediately obviously i go to the 80s with everything me, me too and we don't have to keep it but, in any kind of chronological order but i was trying to think of more recent the 90s is recent for me yeah. 30 years ago um uh, <laughs> that's but i'm on board with this but um like thinking about um, uh, the Goodwill Hunting soundtrack yeah. was a big deal to me when that came out oh. with introducing me to Elliot Smith. I just thought it was great. It, it was basically like a second. His music's like a second character in that movie. Yeah. Just like so good. I no surprise. I've never seen it because I don't watch movies. And that's a smart person movie. And if nobody's throwing a pie, I probably haven't fucking seen it. <laughs> Do you know what's cool? It's a smart person movie. It's just a movie about some smart about yeah, like there's people that are smart in it. There's some right. fucking idiots. <laughs> low, low, ben low. Affleck is in that movie. Let's be yeah. clear, and Casey <laughs> Affleck. So, yeah. but there's like low fart and burp. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey's not in it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a good a good '90s one uh, that I I was actually bumping it in the car before we came over. There's this kind of shitty movie called Judgment Night. I fucking had this soundtrack. Fucking, uh, yeah, Emilio Estevez and Jeremy Piven in Urban Warfare against Dennis Leary. But uh, the soundtrack was fucking awesome. It was like a. Oh, this is one where they leave like a a Lakers game and they're in like the. Yeah, they're in like a motorhome. They got trapped down an alley and yeah, they couldn't get it turned around. And next thing they witness a murder. (laughs) Dennis Leary is the villain. Sure. 
Who, what's on that soundtrack? But well, on that soundtrack, you have uh, you have. Remind me what it's called again. What'd you say? So it's Judgment Night. Judgment Night. It's that's just a big ass mix of like hard rock and rap, and it uh, Slayer yes. and Ice T did a song. Yes, it was a big old mashup, huh? Yeah, Living Color and Run DMC did a song. Uh, Helmet and House of Pain. Uh, Biohazard and Onyx. Onyx Judgment Night, the song. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Oh wow! Yeah. It, it's, wow. It's fucking. I and, forgot uh, it, about this. You know, kind of like, uh, God, I want to say it was, it was right after, like, uh, Aerosmith and Public Enemy did Bring the Noise, but, uh, you know, and so they were kind of, like, playing on that concept. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it worked. Like, oh, wait, all those songs a- Anthrax and Public Enemy. Anthrax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I was like, wait, was there an Aerosmith version of that, too? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's in the A's, like, my music collection's all alphabetized, so it all runs together. But, the, yeah. Do you remember... <laughs> the 90s ass Damn. trash Shakespeare Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I remember Love Fool by the Cardinals. Love yeah. Fool. Yeah, I downloaded that, that album they did, and it's pretty good. Radiohead is on there, right? Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Um, yeah, Radiohead. And then, you know what? A lot of people, I just remember everybody having this soundtrack, but now that I'm looking at it, I don't see shit other than, than a Love Fool that I ever even... But like it seems to me like everybody back in the day had that in their case logic. Yeah, the, the old five hundred CD wallet. Yeah, that way when they broke into your car, they could take your entire Every. fucking library <laughs> in one swipe. How can I make this really? Or if easy. you leave it in there on a hot day, you can melt Fuck it em. all into one giant block. <laughs> yep. Uh, wh- what did you have, Danny? Do you have another one? I thought sounds like I feel like I cut you off. No, no, no. Um, I think. We were saying before we were recording that, like, you could do a whole episode, I think, on Quentin Tarantino yeah. and, like, his contribution to. I mean, and then, speaking of, like, does anybody still do soundtracks? His most recent right soundtrack to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh, is so incredible. Good. It's, it was uh, number two on my, uh, yeah. my best of. It's list, one of my favorites. I think. Uh, so good. You know, I mean, the guy the guy curates it all himself. Like, everything he I was wondering it, about that, and I kind of, of assumed as much. Um, oh, yeah. So, but he had, like, shit tons of old, like, tapes that he'd record off the radio when he was a kid growing up from like uh, KHJ and stuff like that in LA and you know yeah that's what's great about the soundtrack yeah, is it has all the little like yeah. like DJ drops from like the actual radio stations and in the ads. 60s oh really so yeah, ads. oh yeah. I didn't know that so they were like literally real yeah yeah. yeah and Quentin had recorded them back in the day yeah holy yeah, shit when he was a kid he was but it gives an authenticity to the movie too right like, like they're yeah it's yeah, I, uh, no, that, that's probably my favorite movie like the last five, six years. So good. I just Googled um, Quentin Tarantino soundtrack songs, and there's obviously 10,000 of them, but the one that sticks out on my mind, and I'm not super familiar with this movie, uh, Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers. Yeah. That's a Pulp Fiction. That's a yeah. good-ass song. Is that what it's from? Yeah. Never yeah. seen it. Surprise! Yeah, um, great, <laughs> great scene where they uh, happen upon a pawn shop that has a basically a sex dungeon in the basement and a guy in a box. Well, what yeah, Pawn Shop times. doesn't. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, there's a million but, songs he yeah, did. Yeah, like Tarantino, like, even like on Death Proof, like some of the, the music in that movie was great. And like, hardly anybody saw that damn movie, but it, you know, it, you know, he's got like Joe Tex and a few other old soul singers and things like that. And just listening to, just hearing the songs from that movie, like, makes 
makes me go and like look up these guys. Oh, for sure. The Jackie so Brown soundtrack like Jackie introduced Brown me to the Brothers Johnson with Strawberry yeah. Twenty Three. Introduced me to Bobby Womack with Across One Hundred and Tenth Street. Brothers Johnson's really Brothers good. Brothers Johnson's so good. I and just, the way he uses them in that movie, I mean, it's just yeah. so good. I googled the top grossing soundtracks of all time. Um, number one's pretty easy. What do you guys think? Any, anyone? Saturday Night Fever. Bodyguard. Boom. Shit. Mm. Bodyguard. Number two. Anybody want to? This is this is what we are. Guy doesn't know how to how to do things, so we're just going random. Saturday Num- Night Fever. Purple Rain. Getting close. Purple I'm just Rain. Keep guessing that. Number three. Anyone? Dirty Dancing. Fever. Fucking. God damn it. I think he researched this. Did you look at this list? No, I didn't, but I kind of like, uh, you know, there's some that are like, that's like the Mount Rushmore. Okay, number soundtrack. four. Let's see Everybody. Let's see how long Nick is going to go before he shits the bed. Number four. Grease. Probably now. With, I, I was going to think Fever. Yeah. Fever. Really? You're, five, you're four for four, dude. Yeah. Okay, let's go five. <laughs> Titanic. God. He no? Fucking, yeah. Shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Six. I, Grease. <laughs> Grease. There we go. Seven is Flashdance. What a feeling. Oh, yeah. Eight is The Lion King, which I don't know why that wasn't higher. I remember 94, 95, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing Elton John. Um, then uh, The Greatest Showman. Never seen it. Uh, with uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Um, and then Frozen. Next. Um, and then A Star is Born, the 2018 version. I think Frozen only like, Frozen only suffers on the sales list because it came out just totally in the digital era. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder. Nobody going out and buying it. Yeah. But then it keeps going like uh, Forrest Gump's way higher than I thought it would have been. That's I, next. I had that one too. Um, and then like Footloose is pretty low That was a big double there. CD. You had yeah, to really commit to Forrest Gump. Yeah, true. Really true. That was like your parents bought it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, also, just... it also won Best Picture that year over both Pulp Fiction and Goodfellas, which is one of like That's the insane. most egregious. Goodfellas? Yeah. I thought Goodfellas was earlier. Uh, same year. Great 90, soundtrack 94? too, by the way. Scorsese ain't ever afraid to shell out some money for some No. Big for some songs? Yeah. Like, I mean, he... he Layla, I yeah, mean, Yeah, he throws the stones in all his yeah. movies, and they don't come cheap. Um, singles, that was a good one. Singles. Dude, one of my, here's one of my favorite ones was uh, City of Angels. It's got that great Alanis, oh, with, Uninvited, uh, and U2, What If God goo- Sent His Angels. Goo Goo Dolls on that? Yeah, yes. Goo Goo Dolls that, was on uh, that. That's where it takes a mm-hmm. hit, because that's... I fucking hate that yeah. song. Yeah, but that song gonna was let you Oh, it was huge. That. Huge. Yeah, yeah, then you go down this, and it's kind of... Oh, Xanadu's like 48th or some shit. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're, we're getting close to the end, and, and you guys got dinner, but I did want to talk about Olivia, or anything. I'm not in a hurry. But uh, she did her own amount of soundtrack songs. Obviously, Grease. Yeah. Um, Xanadu, which I watched the actual video of Xanadu. Have you ever... Well, it's a scene from the movie. Have yeah. you ever watched the movie? I haven't sat through Multiple that, times. Yeah. Really? I, I, well, I own it, but then also, again, like, it was basically a babysitter. For, I yeah. Mean, I watched that movie so much as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I love the scene where it starts with Gene Kelly, and then he, like, skates out, and then it starts, and then right before she comes into the song, because when Olivia comes out, that's the most beautiful woman on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, 28 and just fucking, you can hear Jeff Lynn. And you can hear fucking Gene Kelly going out on a whimper with uh, with the worst movie ever. I mean, she ushered in, like, aerobics. 
in the 80s. Right. People Who? were exercising. I want to do a continuation of, of this episode. Uh, I think we left a lot uncovered, but oh, yeah. um, uh, who the fuck was the dude in Xanadu, and where did he go? Oh, he was from um, he was from the Warriors. That was his big break oh, before Xanadu. Um, oh. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, but he never did shit else, did he? That was like a strong miscast. Michael... Beck, is that his name? Sounds familiar. Uh, but those were his two. I mean, I think he's mostly known for the yeah. Warriors. And then he pieced out after. Look, if you're going to go out, might as well be after you do a goddamn movie with Livy Newton John. Sure. What, what, better, what better song? Uh, he could have gone out on the Warriors. That movie fucking ruled, too. But, but Mike, you're a terrible Greek for not having seen that movie because it is about. I. The, the Daughters of Zeus. And I was talking to my sister. She's like, you're going to mention Zorba? I'm like, Jesus. There's nobody, there, Boo. There's nobody over the age of like 47 listening to this show. I want to throw so in an honorable outside mention. Outside of our moms. So that's. Uh, I'm going to throw in a couple honorable mentions. Play With Me by Extreme from Bill and Ted. Yeah. Great um, extreme song. Yeah. Nuno. A Nuno just, just fucking shredding. lighting his balls on fire. It's the best. Um, Look What You've Done to Me by Boss Skaggs. From Urban Cowboy. Yep. And then the other one I'm going to throw in is Glory of Love by Peter Cetera from Karate Kid Dose. That one was pretty solid. There was a fairly... You guys got some? Well, a fairly recent one, and it's actually... I think it's like her nephew's favorite song ever, but there was a movie called Project X that came out a few years ago. Not the one with Matthew Broderick. I was going to say, Matthew monkey. Broderick and, the, and uh, Helen Hunt. No, this is a, like a quote-unquote found footage movie about some high school kids wanting to get cool so they throw a gigantic party. And there's this scene... Tale where, as old as time. Yeah, there's <laughs> a scene where the cops show up and everybody runs into the backyard and just gets dead silent for like three minutes of just dead silence. And while well, the cops are like checking it out, and the kids are like fronting and say, "Hey, yeah, uh, we're just, we're a, nobody. No, there's nobody here." Meanwhile, there's like four thousand cars on the street outside <laughs> the house, but just dead silence. And then they come out in the backyard, and one of them just yells, "To the break of dawn, yo!" And the pursuit of happiness from Kid Cuddy kicks in, and oh. it's just anarchy of kids just drinking and doing drugs for like two minutes straight and i think like for like a spot in a movie for a song that just kind of fit the scene mm -hmm. pretty good one of the better ones of the last yeah, check it. i that's again i new but, stuff i'm so out of touch i don't i, I, I know here. the name kid could that's literally literally the only uh it's, a, it's about yeah. the only song I i've heard now. his name but uh that and I heard that song like 4,000 times when her <laughs> sister was driving us around New York a couple of months ago. But That's a solid, yeah. solid honorable mention because it's something for me to check out that I haven't heard yet. Just that, that whole scene was great. Just excellent. Excellent. Nice. Let's do an honorable mention. Good honorable mention. What you got? I would add... Um, as many as you want. I don't care. Um, well, I, I had What a Feeling on there. You mentioned uh, Flashdance on the, on the top ten. Only because I... I had a whole choreographed routine to that song in third grade that I was going to do for our talent show. And uh, when I came out to show it to my parents the night before mm -hmm. <laughs> school, my mom lovingly 
steered me towards just doing one of my karate routines. She's like, I think this might go over better <laughs> with your classmates. Yeah. If you don't go to school tomorrow to your Catholic private school and do a choreographed dance to Irene Cara's uh, They probably what a had, uh, yeah, my brothers wouldn't have let that fly. But I also wonder if your parents were like, well, we'll accept him. We're cool. We're progressive. It was a very sensual dance, I will say, for a third grader. Um, if, if I were a parent, I'd be like, you know what? This is fine. I, uh... Yeah. I think it was just and in the corduroys that were part of the, the uniform. It was, uh, it was difficult. But then I would say um, the opening of Do the Right Thing with Rosie Perez dancing um, to Public Enemies, Fight the Power, yeah. is a great, just a powerful, yeah. strong opening to a film. Um, I'm up for anything public enemy. Yeah, so and I good. I say that as a white human being. Yeah, they don't miss very often. They're they don't. Fucking awesome. They're great. They're great. Even the even the nine one one is a joke. Isn't bad. Yeah. Flavor Flav's Flavor step Flav. brother, my uh, yeah. my my uh, my third my third grade gym coach. Yeah, took his basketball camps when he was coaching CEU. Back yeah. Back. yeah. What coach, was his name? Coach Stubbs. Ron Stubbs. Coach Ronnie Stubbs. Oddly enough, he was also I uh, used to coach high school. Golf Doesn't he at coach West at West High? High? Yeah, he he's the athletic director at West High. He was my boss when I was coaching so golf awesome. over there. Which I went over there to sign Love some it. paperwork. You know, before the season started one day, and I just see, like, I'm walking down the hall, and Flavor Flav is walking through the hallway <laughs> at West High School. And, you know, you think he'd be trying to keep it on the down. Oh, fuck no. He had the goddamn no. horns. He's and got the, the clock. clock. And the yeah. Going. Yeah. There's nothing inconspicuous like, about Flavor I, Flav. You know, right. that's one of the few times, that, you know, I mean, usually, I, you know, if I encounter a celebrity, it's like, ah, you know, just be cool, you know, it's like, you gotta get I, a picture with Flavor Flav. Like yeah. I, well, I mean, I yeah, this is, I didn't even think to do anything. I I fucking froze up. But also, if you if you <laughs> if you wear horns on your hat and a clock, and people want to take pictures, and you get pissed, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like so I can great. see if somebody's dressed down eating dinner, but if you're Flavor Flav, you're asking for it. Larissa, when you sold him a pack of smokes when you were working at a convenience it. store back home, did he, was he in full regalia? Yeah, he wore socks. Awesome. City great. Bust some new ports. Love it. <laughs> so cool. Uh, was, what was the one you just had? I'm sorry. I, fight the fight, fight the, the power. Fight the power. Yeah. 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 Okay, do the right thing. Right thing. I've never film. seen. I I never saw that movie. Obviously, duh. But I do remember that. I movie. mean, it's good that you decided to do a soundtrack episode, guy. Right. Well, that's why I invited you to. I was like, who can carry this for me? You know what I hate? Movies. Let's talk about them. <laughs> you know what I suck at? Movies. Let's get two people who know what they're get talking into about. Get and, and since they know each other, added bonus. So the episode won't be a total bonus. I think you were I think you were on the down low hoping we were going to come cook for you. I think this was all a guy's thinking. Look, I'm not saying that Greeks the, are just walking around with lamb shanks all day. That we were going to just like. Guys have, I was going to name a Greek food, but I couldn't think of any. Or it's like uh, <laughs> rice pudding. <laughs> My knowledge of Greek food consists of whatever the fuck Greek souvlaki has, <laughs> and I get it often. Yeah, fry sauce yeah. and uh, rice pudding, some some trash rice. I love it. 
Well, cool. Well, thanks, dudes. This and, was fun. And Clarissa, thanks for having us, dude. Thanks for coming out. And um, I want to get the ball rolling on the podcast again. I've just been super busy. Um, for those of you who are listening who give a shit, uh, things been busy. Uh, a lot of shit going on in the summer. It's fucking hot. I don't want to do anything. But I'm going to try to go back has to... a life. Mm. <laughs> Not, oh, I got plenty of time. It's just a matter of like, it's hot. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to do anything. She took notes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. You guys are doing. <laughs> no, that's hell yeah. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you.